internet has only been widely available for about 10 years and one newspaper today contains more information than one person in the 18th century would get in a lifetime, today's technological growth is astonishing. On average, computer processing power is doubling every year and by 2013 it's estimated we'll have a computer that's smarter than a human brain. Today's smartphones are more powerful than last season's laptops New message from Dean. And are soon forecast to replace them altogether. So, in a world that's always upgrading, I talked to two software developers, Alistair McKellar and Paul Mulligan, about the current consumer technology climate and why they think people will always strive to have things they don't truly need and how the market has been shaped by current trends. Mate, well, I'm a software developer for a big financial company. Software developer for uh, an analyst for a multinational uh, financial company. So, you guys obviously deal with the latest technologies and equipment, but what do your jobs actually entail? Well, upgrading our existing systems to uh, to provide functionality for uh, new clients and existing clients who would have either expanded their business or uh, just realise that there's stuff that they've uh, missed that it's not really catered for, kind of. Um, but obviously, the more obviously we also kind of help with any bug fixing which goes on in the system, which obviously. It's uh, we also deal with the maintenance of the existing systems because obviously they get built on year after year after year as we bring in new clients, as we do work for old clients, and eventually you lo they lose focus of what they are, so they need either gone through and checking if it still does what it used to or it's meant to or upgrade the whole thing so that's now works far better and covers everything in a neater and faster way. Efficiencies, that's the key yeah. one. You talked about efficiency and making things better than they previously were. The late Steve Jobs was quoted to have said people don't know what they want until they actually have it. Do you feel that this is still a true generalization of consumers today. Yes. Yeah, I even, do agree. Even saying not specifically to a job, it is the same. People will say they want something, but then if you ask them what it is, they don't know. If you deliver it something, they go, oh, we needed that. But if you deliver what they thought they wanted, it's not what they needed. People, as you said, don't know what they want. In history, Upgrading our technologies has been something usually driven by fighting or wars. When do you think it became a massive consumer-driven society like it is today? It's always been, well not always been, it's been for a long time. In terms of technology, ever since technology kind of came, become more like prolific in kind of everyday life. It's always been expensive, even things that back then, like 
like the video with VHS and Betamax, that was kind of very expensive and kind of very sought after. But now, now today, it's seen as very basic and pretty crap. But um, so there's always going to be something new. There's always going to be something better, and there's always going to be something that we can improve on what we've got. Be it a bigger TV, be a be a better quality, be whatever. Mobile coverage and that. That just they keep trying to turn it out so fast it never catches up with itself. That's the risk we suffer. So while upgrading is useful, sometimes I think we can maybe go slightly too fast and not quite follow through all the way and end up being an even bigger mess. Continuing, do you feel that it's something we will always have? A desire to always have the latest equipment and things we truly don't need? I think so, unless our whole mentality as a species changes, then yes, the privilege, ones who can get it will want it. The ones, there always be, you always strive for better than you have until you reach a certain point where obviously you're just going to want stuff you don't actually need. There's that point between where it changes from being something, you needing it, that upgrade to survive to needing that upgrade just because. But yes, I think we will always have that drive to improve ourselves, which will also be coupled to that drive to have stuff we really don't need. Throughout history, people are always building a house bigger than they ever needed, or having buying more clothes than either end. It's just, it's always a case of people, people who have money will spend it, and people who don't have it will wish they did, so they could be like, they're envious of the kind of having people having better technology or having... There's that point though where it's a case of you're envious of the people that have more money because you have enough money but can't get what they want versus the people who have no money and would be quite happy with anything. True. But it's also a case that it's particular with kind of the younger people. The people that they, they want to have the same stuff as their friends. They don't want to be the one with the old crappy phone or the old crappy iPod or they don't have a PS3 or Xbox. They want to have the same as them. They want they don't want it because it's almost a status symbol, isn't it? And it's something as stupid as people get picked on or oh, your poor people don't have this, which is just ridiculous. But when they don't they don't even feel like, like why does a 40 year old kid need a, an iPhone? To, to, to do what with? What about the people who do take the desire to extreme? For instance, the one boy who sold his organs just to get an iPad. I think there's always been a case of that. I mean, not to the, the, the extremes of se to selling your kidneys, right? But um, there's always been the way of kind of like, they'll do dodge things to get the money or they'll try and steal it. Or so there's always been people who go, or they'll take part in, part in these ridiculous competitions like the women who don't actually end up dying for basically having to hold in you know, the drinker of the water to try and win the wee but not go for a pee. Stupid gimmick for a radio show where it's obviously get to get more kind of publicity and stuff, but for her, oh, I need to win the Wii for my, I think it's for her son or whatever. But people always go to the extremes, they always have, it's just... It's when they don't have the money to buy it themselves, they always try it, but they always, they still think that, well, I need to have that. Because it is very, it's very much like it's consumer society, basically. Think if you watch TV, you're constantly about well, here's a new phone, look at this, this, you really need to do this because I can do it then. Or the new games. It's like, oh, you need to play this now. It's like, it's totally, especially we kind of, younger people as well, and kids who kind of just think, oh, I need to have that. My mate's got it, I need to have it, and it's, yeah. Talking about phones today, the way the technology in them is growing, we're soon set to replace our desktop computers and laptops in favour of something that sits into our pocket. True, and there's also the fact that pretty much everybody these days has got a smartphone, but not everybody makes full use of it or actually needs it, so there's still people who use it 
pretty much very much as a phone. I had to text them and they'll occasionally maybe go online and they'll occasionally do it. They're not making full use of it yet. They've spent a lot of money on getting that phone, even though they, they could probably get away with a phone from 10 years ago that just phoned the text. Where do you think the growth will come from next? And do you think the phone trend will continue? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Considering five years ago, you'd be happy if your phone could play a game on your phone and take some pictures. Who snake! And but like now, you expect your phone to be to do anything, to do all your emails, to do to do all your. There's people who who won't go on the laptop in the house to go and browse internet, or they'll just do it on their phone. Well, I suppose it's like one of those things of interesting to see where it goes, what the next big thing will be, and also yeah, that's what it's difficult to predict. But sometimes you can kind of see how it's going to have a general sense. We can't do particular technology; it's hard to predict because as you see you don't you don't know what people's needs are going to be or what people want, and then somebody will think of something, and then before you know it, whatever it'll be, it'll be something that's deemed needed. You need something like. Everybody these days needs a mobile phone. As soon as you need to be able to contact people <coughs> in the eighties, even early nineties, most of the nineties, <coughs> people just didn't need didn't need mobile phones. They just met they just met up, said, I'll meet you here, and that's that. They didn't need to kinda of be checking their Facebook, you know, and stuff like this. People's but they deem to be needs in life has changed as technology increases improves. It'll all be happy other than and interesting and exciting and probably not something we ever understand really, until we're there. So, in a world that's always changing, it's hard to say why we buy the things we truly don't need, and even harder to say where the next trends will go, and what next generation's technology will be like. A special thanks to Paul Mulligan and Alistair McKellar for their input, and freesound.org for the music, and congratulations to you if you managed to make it this far through the podcast. Thanks. <laughs>